0: Fierce Leadership Podcast. What is up, my friends? Welcome to the Fierce Leadership Podcast. No longer the Bible Leadership Podcast, now the Fierce Leadership Podcast, or the FLP. Now, rest assured, we're going to keep on making you spiritual leadership development resources that will help you grow as a spiritual leader. And as always, we like to say we're connecting your Bible to your leadership and your leadership to your Bible. Our mission remains to bring you regular doses of Bible-centric leadership coaching that will foster greater confidence, improve your leadership instincts, and keep you leading from a heart that is connected to Jesus. Now, as we transition from the BLP to the FLP, the Fierce Leadership Podcast, what are some things that are coming up? Well, we're still going to have great interviews on pressing leadership issues. We're also going to introduce just some little five-minute encouragement. Sometimes things come to my mind that I know I'm supposed to share with you, and I I haven't been setting up to just do little short versions, but we're going to be doing that this year. And I'm really excited about this, and it's something we're starting today, our Leadership Foundations course. Over the next few weeks, one of the things we'll be doing is putting out our Leadership Development course that we utilize here at the church I serve. We've been doing versions of this course for about 12 years now, and I really think it's going to be helpful to you as you think about developing your own leadership. In fact, let's just dive right in. Here's part one. What's up, everybody? So we are doing the Leadership Foundations course, and this is part one. Today, we're going to talk about leadership lids. And our ambition to blow past them. So this is the first part of really a seven-part series. This is material that we've developed. We've used at the Church I Serve Fierce. We've developed this over about 12 years. Now, you're going to get the bite-sized version in this podcast. Uh, Normally, we would take – sometimes we've spent four hours per session uh, with a group, with a small group of people that we're developing. But uh, times are changing, and we need to move forward into more – On the go material. So let's just go ahead and get started. Again, we're talking about leadership lids and how to blow past them. Now, the first thing that we need to recognize is that you have potential, but you have to develop it. Potential is defined this way latent qualities or abilities that may be developed and lead to future success or usefulness. It may be developed, it's not a for sure thing. If we'll develop them, Then they can lead to future success or usefulness. But so often many with potential or even just a lot of raw talent, they don't give themselves to the process of developing themselves. And that's really what a leader does and is always doing your number one priority as a leader, as a spiritual leader is to develop yourself. And I'm going to give you three different places you need to be developing yourself. You need to be developing yourself in terms of spiritual disciplines. And we'll talk about why. Uh, in your ability to make friends, and we'll talk about why, and your ability to devour leadership-related content. In her book, A Leader in the Making, which is an excellent book, has so much great stuff in it. Joyce Meyer gives us illustration of a young man that lived on a mountain and found out that in the land was a vein of gold. Well, he went to the local mining companies like, "Hey, how much will you give me if I sell you this land that has all this gold in it?" And they gave him a. Really great price, but then he had second thoughts and said, you know, I'm just going to study this and see what I can find out. And so he takes an entire year, reads everything he can, talks to consultants and different people. And at the end of that year, he knows enough to go in and get the gold himself, which is what he does. And it ends up being way more than the mining company originally offered him. And the point is, just like there was gold in that mountain, but he had to dig to get it, there is gold in every life but we've got to dig to get it out. That's what it means to develop our potential. You have potential, but you have to develop it. We reap what we sow. You know that, but we also remember we reap later than we sow. We reap in proportion to what we sow and we reap more than we sow. So We've got to keep sowing, or we've got to keep digging. Your primary ambition as a leader is to keep digging so your potential can develop. So we're talking today about your leadership lid and how to blow past it. Let's talk about that leadership lid. This is from John Maxwell writings, and he talks about the law of the lid. And here's the big idea. You can't have greater influence than the leader you are. You have certain gaps right now in your knowledge and in your skill, and these are lids or invisible ceilings, and they keep you and I from leading at higher levels. The level to which you're leading right now is a reflection of the level of leader you are. Now that's true in most cases. Certainly there's people that God has kind of You know, he's got hidden away somewhere like Elijah, and he's working on them, and they actually could lead much stronger than they are, but God's got them sitting out for a little while, which God absolutely does, and we got to be patient with that. But for the rest of us who aren't in that position right now, you're leading at the level of leader you are. It's a reflection of what level leader you are. And unless you and I remove our leadership lids, which means we learn to lead at a higher, better level, we can't get better results than what we're currently getting. So to say it a different way, if you are, let's say that you're a six, well, you can't Lead anything, your results will always be six and under in terms of your output of leading stuff. Now, you might be a 10 all on your own, but you know you're going to multiply your influence once you start leading other people to do it. And if you're a six until you become a seven, you can never produce higher than six level leadership. So that's why we've got to be developing our potential. When things can't go any higher, You've got an invisible ceiling on your effectiveness. We got to keep developing our potential, which is why for leaders, we want to always be developing our potential. So that lid is always being removed. John Maxwell says, whatever you accomplish is restricted by your ability to lead others. So yes, you can do some great stuff on your own, but unless we essentially convince other people to help us do what we're trying to do will never multiply our influence, which is really what leaders want to do. Leaders don't just want to do stuff. They want to help other people do stuff. So here's my win for you. Make a decision that you are going to develop yourself. Make a decision that you are going to mine for that gold. You're going to blow past your leadership lids because what God can do to you is related to how available you make yourself, how much you develop yourself, how much you want to get at that gold versus just leave it in the ground. You and if you're on a team, your team's effectiveness rides on your ability to raise your leadership lid which is spiritual depth, influence on others and leadership skill as we develop those that's how our leadership lids get removed. Now here's a pitfall. Anytime we're talking about developing our potential and that is other people. Don't let comparison to someone else keep you from learning or growth. Sometimes we're just man we're just distracted by what other people are doing and we really just need to Repent for our jealousies. Let's not compare to anybody else. You do not have the same gift mix as anybody else. God made you unique, just like your fingerprints are unique. Your potential and your gifts are unique. And God wants to use what he's put in you. And yes, other people can be models for us. We can learn a lot just by mimicking people's faith and people's behavior. Uh, especially when it comes to godliness, but God has his own things that he wants to deposit into you. So don't allow jealousy of someone else, make you be working against somebody else. Sometimes that keeps you from being able to hear the wisdom of God through them. Instead, celebrate what God is doing in everybody else and celebrate what he's doing in you. And that it doesn't have to be the same as everybody else. So we're going to look at three different ways. We need to be intentional in order for leadership lids to be removed let's start with number one if you're going to be intentional about your growth you're going to have to do spiritual disciplines. Spiritual disciplines are a part of what it means to have spiritual leadership. You can have leadership without this. You can. You're just not going to have anything from heaven. And I don't know about you. I want to have something from heaven to offer the world. I want Jesus to be kissing my leadership as he uses me for my time on the planet. And so how do you know if you're making progress as a spiritual leader? Now, we have to have this calling pretty high. It's not just you're growing in experience. It's not just that you're growing in wisdom. It's not just you're figuring out how to do more things. Check out when Paul thought he was ready to begin moving forward in ministry. Galatians 1, starting 15. But when God, who had set me apart, even from my mother's womb, and you know, he set you apart as well. He's got special plans just for you. And he called me through his grace. Importantly, he calls us through his grace. If he's called you to stuff, it doesn't have anything to do with you. It doesn't have to do with you, how good you are or how much you've pleased him. It is through his grace alone is because he decided before you were born, I'm going to use this person, irrespective of their obedience level. Not that obedience doesn't affect it, but it just means the decision wasn't based on your merits. Verse 16 to reveal his son really important in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles. Really important. Reveal his son in me. It's not just that he revealed Jesus to Paul. Okay, that happened years before. But he revealed his son in him, made him know he was ready to preach among the Gentiles. And what we mean is, do you see the character of Jesus Christ taking you over more? Do you feel Is there a sense of you are progressing in victory? If not, it doesn't mean there's not a call on your life. It doesn't mean God doesn't want to use you. But it does mean you want to slow down a little bit. You want to be seeking God for Jesus to be formed in you, not just skill, not just the ability to influence others, but for Jesus to be doing it through you. That's the safe way. And that's the blessed way. And really any other way you're kind of doing in the flesh, which is doomed to at the very least loneliness. And at the very worst uh, being completely irrelevant. Now here's another thing we need to remember. People don't, that don't have time with God are weak. If you're going to spiritually lead, baby, you're stepping out into traffic. You are putting, you're painting a target on your back and say, hey, devil fire here. And that is inevitable. But if you're doing that without God, oh my word, you're going to get clobbered. And so we've got to make a decision. It's not that you need to be, you know, Mother Teresa or Moses before you start, but part of your understanding of leadership is my roots are going down deep. Just like you need to dig to get the gold. You need roots that grow down deep. If you want to survive the many tough seasons and droughts ahead, going ain't going to be easy now. It's a way better life than not doing it and wasting all that God put in you. But since he put it in you and you have brains in your head and you're going to spiritually lead, man, you just want to keep it real, meaning your roots are going down deep into the soil of knowing and spending time with God. Now, this is not an audio on how to have time with God. But at bare minimum, I'll say you have to be growing in your ability to study Scripture, not just read it, study it. That means you use a pen or a pencil or some kind of—you're getting into the text more. You're trying to understand on a more deep level. You're paraphrasing things. You're re-memorizing. Uh, uh, you're re-ruminating on things. You're trying to get the sense of it. You're studying Scripture and spending time in God's presence. So study Scripture and spending time in God's presence, yes, in prayer, but also just to uh, relate to him, just to emote to him, just to share your struggles with him. And that means you're not doing something else. You're not, well, I'm, I'm driving while I'm doing that. Well, Hey, I'm, I'm blessed. Blessed be God by the Holy spirit. You can drive and do that, but you can't really drive and do that to the level you need to. If your roots are going to be going down deep, dude, that's a drive through. And everybody knows drive through is not the same as home cooked. Well, God wants some home cooked meals, uh, in your life. And so part of you, Developing your potential as leader is finding a parking place for this. Is when I have time with God, and it doesn't move. It rarely moves. There's like you know something strange happens in the week, maybe I go on a trip or whatever, uh, and even then I'm 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 working around that difficulty. But it does mean I'm making my time with God is a permanent fixture in my life, and it's going deeper. Are you knowing God more? this year than you did last year. That's one way that you can evaluate it. Do I feel like I know his heart better? Not just that I've, he's hung on to me and dragged me through a bunch of rocks and difficulties, but that I actually am loving him more and knowing him more. And I'm not like rocking every area of my obedience life, but I do see him taking over in all of these areas. So that's number one. If you're going to be intentional about your growth, about removing leadership lids. You're going to have to do spiritual disciplines if you're going to be a spiritual leader. Here's number two. If you're going to be intentional about your influence, you're going to have to make friends. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to be super outgoing. It doesn't mean that you have to be the person that's kind of strangely, you know, people feel strange about you trying to be their friend, like you're trying to get something from them or use them. That's not what we're talking about. But we are saying, You really can't lead people if you have no relational buy-in from anybody. So are you being intentional about your influence? That means you're not just waking up and, oh, wow, I'm an influence one day. No, I'm being intentional about cultivating influence by helping people and encouraging people and loving people. Leadership is about being intentional with your influence. You know, John Maxwell says leadership is influence and and 100% agree, of course, but it's about being intentional with your influence. It's not just hoping I have influence. It's leveraging that. So since you learn by teaching best and by helping, I want to encourage you to pref- to prayerfully find someone to encourage. Let's just start with one person. While you're devouring this leadership content, I want to encourage you to pray. Pray that God would help you meet someone specifically for the purpose of investing in them. Ask them you know, questions about them. That means you try to make it about them. You're not trying to share your soul with them. You're trying to find out who they are and see how you can be a blessing to them. Ask the Lord to show you the darkness in someone so that you can encourage them. You want to generally start to position yourself as a friendly person in people's lives. One of the things I pray at the gym, this might sound strange to you, but when I'm walking around the gym, I just pray. You know, there's weird stuff that happens at the gym. Sometimes guys get real uh, they kind of rank each other on like who's the toughest in the room. I'm always praying, Lord, help everyone see me as their friend, as an extension of you, just so that they'll be there, there's a softness there. And I don't think that's cheating. You can pray, Lord, help people see me as a friend so I can be their friend. Now, when you start out as a leader, you usually have to aim at encouraging people younger than you or less experienced than you. In other words, this is a, a key that People don't always recognize right away. If you're not significant in their eyes, it won't really matter that you could help them more because they don't think you can. People tend to res- you, you want people that are responsive to you. And sometimes you have to pray for that. Sometimes that takes months. Sometimes that takes years. So the sooner you start the better, but we want to be looking for Lord, who can I lovingly encourage, make a deposit often where that starts, you know, for some folks is they're helping out at the youth group. Or at work, they're mentoring somebody who's new to the job. It's just little stuff like that. You're not saying, I am the teacher, look at me. You're saying, I am a warm friend and I can help you in certain areas, but they also believe you can help them in certain areas. That's where you want to start. Sometimes it may be a neighbor that you just start to befriend and you start to encourage and what do you do? there may be, they've got a lot of negativity in their life. And so you're encouraging them, you're building them up. And that's kind of how you're doing it. That's how you're helping them. You're an extension of Christ's love. It doesn't have to be like you teach them stuff out of a textbook. It just means you are beginning to message to them. I'm going to be nice to you. I'm going to be encouraging to you. And I'm going to build you up. And especially as it turns that way into the things of God. So we talked about if you're going to be intentional about your growth, you're going to have to do spiritual disciplines. If you're going to be intentional about your influence, you're going to have to make friends. And if you're going to be intentional about your influence, you're going to have to read leadership material. It's content like this that gives you the tools. It's the stuff that you have to study and do your homework with. So you might hear a podcast like this and was like, oh, cool. That's interesting. But. This should be part of your diet, but it shouldn't be all of it. Leaders have got to be readers. They've got to be devourers because – some of the stuff God wants to teach you, much of it has already been written down somewhere by people. God wants to deposit in you. And we live in a generation that has access to like all the content in the world. You can be very close to people who you'd never get close to because you can watch their YouTube videos or you can listen to their podcast or you can, uh, you probably even, you know, jump on like a webinar with them from time to time or whatever Either way, you don't have to know them because you got access to all their best stuff anyway, the stuff that they're putting out. So here's what I want to challenge you to do. Do you have a spot in the week where you are devouring leadership material? And for some, it might be your drive time. You're listening to podcasts. You're listening to audiobooks. If you don't have a taste for that, can I challenge you? God will give you one if you ask him. God's part of God's process is you growing in wisdom, which means he's going to give you affections that desire what God wants. Uh, If you'll ask for them, if you'll maybe even sometimes repent for not having enough interest in some of the things God wants to do in your life. Do you have a parking place for it? Maybe it is the last 10 minutes of your time with God. You're going to just set the timer. I'm going to read leadership books for 10 minutes. And you have a little checklist and you're kind of going through your books. Maybe it is after dinner. You sit down and you're like, 20 minutes, I'm going to start the the, the timer on my watch, on my phone, and I'm just going to read this stuff. If you're looking for a place to start, we've got a book list of spiritual leadership growth material that we will put with this post. We'll put it on the website. But let me encourage you to start with Oswald Sanders' Spiritual Leadership. This is a classic. And one of the things I love about it is it starts with the spiritual. Too often we just start with the practical. And the practical is important. It really is. You'll be a better leader if you are both instead of just one of them. But start with something like Spiritual Leadership by Oswald Sanders. You want another recommendation? And again, this isn't into the leadership part, but it's into the heart of a leader. Uh, The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. All of these are going to start to soften the heart so we can work the goodness, the good soil into our hearts so that uh when god puts seeds there they grow fruitfully so that is your homework find a spot for your time with god find a spot to read and begin to pray and look for opportunities for you to take a risk and be a little bit more bold doesn't mean you're an extrovert but it doesn't mean you just hide in the room you're gonna start to intentionally build others up and love them as god gives you grace to do so and finally you've got a place in your life Maybe it's a lot like me. You're listening to audiobooks and podcasts all the time. That's one of the great things about Bluetooth is you can always be doing that stuff. But also additionally, having maybe a Sunday afternoon or sometime during the day that this is my time to read and develop my potential as a leader. Hey, there is gold in every life, including yours, but you've got to dig to get it. And we're going to do that together. Well, my friends, that's all the time we have for today. Hey, can I encourage you to check out some additional leadership development content at leadership, or you can just go to BibleLeadership.com and that still works. It'll take you to the right place. Of course, sharing the podcast goes a long way toward helping other up-and-coming Christian leaders find it. So please don't miss an opportunity to be the pipeline someone else's blessing comes through. If you're currently watching on YouTube, be sure to leave a thumbs up if it was helpful or even a thumbs down if it was bad. The FLP is part of the Fierce Church family of podcasts. If you do not have a home church and you're looking for a Bible preaching community that has its heart set on passionately knowing Jesus and being his witness in our generation, wherever we are located, check out fierce.church. We'd love for you to join us either digitally or in person. Hey, special shout out to all the patrons who give generously to support this ministry. And if you would like to support the FLP, consider checking out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fierce leadership, where you can help us develop spiritual development resources for as little as $1 a month. All right, my friends, keep leading strong today. We'll talk to you soon.